Podcast, Answer Man, episode number 220. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Answer Man. This is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or you haven't yet launched that first episode. There's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. That's right, my friends, and welcome to this very special edition of Podcast Answer Man. Today, I'm going to be bringing you an interview that I just did with Christian Dawson, COO of Servant Hosting. Now, in previous episodes of PodcastAnswerMan.com, I talked about um, uh, how to know if you've outgrown your shared hosting account In another previous episode of Podcast Answer Man, I I gave you my three recommendations of things that you should consider if you do move to a servant VPS account because I was asked that question. And today, I am honored to have the opportunity to interview uh, the the CEO of Servant Hosting, my, my hosting provider, for this episode to talk about what is shared hosting exactly. How does shared hosting work? And VPS, you know, virtual private server, if the whole concept is that, you know, it's one machine, but we share resources of that machine, you know, we're all, we've still got multiple accounts in one machine. Isn't that the same as shared hosting? Uh, Or how is it different? I kind of understand. Well, I want to tell you this interview will clearly help you understand. It, it, it opened my eyes. The Finally, I thought I understood it before, but now I clearly understand the difference. And, and that's why I'm so excited about bringing this interview to you. And I even further understand uh, a little bit more about how dedicated servers can, can be kind of fun, you know, as far as, uh, you know, not as bad as what I thought they were, because I, I really thought bad things about about dedicated servers and, and they were, that they were this big, scary thing that I hope I never have to have to use. And things have changed in my mind. And so I'm excited about that. All of that's going to come out of this interview. I just want to say real quickly right here at the front of the show that I do have an affiliate relationship with Uh, servant hosting. I want to just point out, this is not meant to be a commercial. This is not an infomercial. This is information and educational information. And if at any point during this episode you feel otherwise, feel free to stop the recording, delete it, and move on to episode number 221 next week when I will return to my normal format of answering your questions. All right. I also want to let you know that uh, this is going to just be slightly over the hour mark. So uh, the the conversation is really good and I don't want to really edit too much of it down. So I'm going to give you almost the entire interview and I'm going to stop talking now so that we can just get right into it before I make it any longer. So here's the interview that I did with Christian Dawson. Okay, everybody, we are on the line with Christian Dawson, Chief Operating Officer of Servant Hosting, my favorite hosting company in the world. 
Now, for those of you listening to Podcast Answer Man, you know that I have had tons of issues with hosting on shared hosting platforms in the uh, past several years, both if you check out uh, basically gspn.tv forward slash GoDaddy, uh, you can read a very long blog post that gives you a, a big history of my experience on shared hosting and the the basic support that happens with most shared hosting companies. I was very happy to move over to Bluehost not too long ago. It was about a year and a half ago, I think now, and experienced some really great service with them for a long period of time and then realized I was having uh, further issues Dealing with a lot better support tar- department with Bluehost, and as you guys know, I, I have already informed you that I moved over to Servant and left uh, the shared hosting platform that is Bluehost, but did not break ties with them as far as my relationship and my recommendation for many of you to host your blogs and podcasts over there. I think there it's a great solution for many people. However, I have previously talked about in another episode and that, that there comes a time when you potentially could outgrow shared hosting and and we're going to go into a little bit of that in depth today but today i've had i've invited christian to come on and answer some questions because i've been getting lots of emails ever since i've been mentioning you know how happy i am with servant hosting this idea of a virtual private server what the heck does that mean that kind of stuff and i'm going it, to it's so funny because i've been working on uh, scheduling this interview with christian for a couple about 2 or 3 weeks now and we finally had an opportunity to connect here but before i uh, actually no let me go ahead and just welcome you christian christian welcome to the podcast answer man thank you so much i really appreciate it and i'm like, very excited to be here and very excited that 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 you're as thrilled with our services as as we're as we're thrilled to provide them well, I am extremely thrilled, and I'm sure that through our conversation, I'm going to share with you some details of why I'm so thrilled. I know that our audience, my audience here um, at Podcast Answer Man, they're, they're quite aware of just how happy I am with you guys, although Podcast Answer Man always gets brand new subscribers every week, and so uh, there's probably several people who have not heard those previous uh, episodes, so I won't... Hey, new people. <laughs> hey, new people. All right. So what I'm going to do is this is so great that I have you on here finally, Christian, because uh, and, and I'm so thankful that this interview is happening today on Friday, July 22nd, because on Thursday, July 21st, I received an email from a friend. Now, I did not get permission to share this email on a podcast, though I know for a fact he wouldn't care. But because I don't have permission, I'm just going to leave off his name. Um, however, uh, there's nothing in here that would lead back to who this might be, but this is typical of the email that I'm getting quite often. And this is what it says. It says, hey Cliff, I'm going to need to move my sister's hosting to something better. We are on Media Temple, which I thought could handle her load. But when she spikes, they they charge a big overcharge. I'm looking at Servant based on your recommendation and was wondering which level plan you went with. Also, how difficult was it to deal with being uh, how how difficult was it to deal with being a little bit different than your typical shared hosting? I assume that if they give me the same cPanel software that I've always used, it shouldn't be any different, really. Any service maintenance issues that you have to deal with? Question mark. <laughs> Thanks, and then he signed his name. So I just want to say, Christian, this is very typical of the emails that I get very often. In response to him, I said, absolutely, I love servant hosting. I highly recommend them. Um, I did uh, tell him that I am on the lowest price plan, 
you know, I, I had successfully, you know, somewhat successfully managed to run everything that I was running on a shared hosting platform, which obviously means that I was very limited in my resources and only had just really started to experience some massive uh, significant issues with with the, the spike in traffic. However, going from shared hosting to the even the smallest virtual private server has automatically given me so much more than I had before. And so I want to let people know that I went to the smallest plan, $49.99 a month, and I have been very satisfied with the service that I have there. I do want to say that uh, it is cPanel software that I got through uh, servant hosting. And so Honestly, the coolest thing in the world is, and I didn't even expect this. I thought I was going to have to spend a whole weekend migrating my data over. But literally what they said, hey, we'll migrate everything over for you if you want. And me being the control freak, I'm like, oh, that's great. But I don't know that I can trust that you guys are going to get every little tiny detail. And they they say, no, you don't understand. You're with Bluehost and they use cPanel and we use cPanel. It's, it's, It's basically just creating a backup and restoring it. I mean, we'll... Trust us. We'll take care of it. And I and I let go of the keys. I handle I handed them over my my username and password to my Bluehost account. And the next thing I know, about four to six hours later, they said, you're done. Sign in. And I'm like, oh, well, I need your new. No, no, no. Nothing's changed. <laughs> you just sign in like you normally would. What about my FTP information? I need my FTP because I FTP a lot. Uh, Cliff, it's the same. Nothing's changed. And I'm like, seriously? And and correct. Uh, now, it's been a couple. It's been a while since I've been with you guys. My one question. Did I have I think I did have to actually go forward my DNS over to the new server IP address, right? Yeah. That's the one thing that that we don't have hands on. Now, that's smart because you don't want any host, for instance, a rogue host to, to go ahead and uh, and just move somebody. Hey, I've got the login information. I'm going to take the site and I'm going to put it over here instead. You need to have that control. You need to maintain that control. So DNS is something that we can't touch. You did have to do that, but there's a good reason for it. Right. Now but we can walk you through it. It's easy. Exactly. And, and that's the thing I love about you guys is that you do have phone support. Your phone support is managed by people here in the United States, which uh, all speak very good English as their first language. And, and, I, and that's not a knock against people in other countries. But trust me, I've, I've had hosting in the past where it wasn't that way. And, and it was very difficult. To deal with certain things, um, and so and, and so basically, and then the the question was: Was there any kind of issues that I ran into? And and really, there wasn't. Um, there are two or three things that I note that I tell people when I um, when you when you're considering a switch over to servant hosting, and that is number one: when you sign up for their service, go ahead and pay. Is it twelve dollars a month for Fantastico? Twelve dollars a month for Fantastico. Or, or, or is it twelve dollars a year? Twelve dollars a year. I'm sorry. Yes. Right. So it's $12 extra per year to have Mm -hmm. Fantastico. And so this is what allows you to have that one-click install kind of deal, the super simple script or or whatever you want to call it, where you can just go in and say, hey, install WordPress, and it creates the database, creates the username. It does it all for you. So definitely I suggest that they do that. And um, typically I would say, well, that's it, right? Well, one of the things that I noticed after using Servant for a little while um, I went in and it says, hey, you've got a plugin that needs to be updated or, hey, there's a new version of WordPress. Would you like us to update automatically? And so I would click the button like I normally would, expecting it to just like show me one little status update and say, boom, you're done. 
<laughs> you know, poof, there it is. And so uh, basically that wasn't happening. It says, hey, I'm sorry, we can't do this, uh, but just enter in your FTP username and password and we'll do this via FTP. And of course, it get it would get stuck in the middle and stuff like that. And it's like, oh my gosh, now where am I at? I'm, I'm totally freaking out here. And it turns out that I had to do something with, uh, oh goodness, I can't remember the name of it. Something S something uh s-u-p-h-p s-u-p-h-p super-p super user php okay and so we're going to get into that we're going to start asking all about this so so basically if you decide to move over to host uh servant hosting my recommendation is number one fantastico go ahead and pay for it it's 12 bucks extra a year and number two once you're configured and everything's up and running you're going to submit a support ticket to servant hosting and ask them to turn it on turn on uh, and run your PHP as SUPHP. And we're going to ask Christian what that is in just a minute. And the third thing that I suggest is that you think about some kind of uh, uh, caching plugin. And, and we'll, we're going to talk about that as well. So, Christian, now here's the questions that I have lined out for you. Right. I know that you guys, you, you do not offer any shared hosting at all, correct? We no longer offer shared hosting. We, we're 16 years old. We've been around for a long, long time. So, at this time, no. Okay, what is shared hosting? Well, uh, shared hosting, back when commercial hosting started, was pretty much the whole shebang. Uh, people would take servers, and just to dis- demystify things a little bit, it's a computer like the computer that you have under your desk, but running probably a Linux or Unix-based operating system. And they would carve it up into little chunks and give everybody a little piece of it, and that was shared hosting. So basically, you would have an account on a box, and they would have some things installed on that box. And it's not that much different than if you were running your Windows machine or your Mac machine, and you were selling somebody an account on that. And they would be able to use the programs that were installed on your computer, but they would be able to set up their own preferences on it, and so on and so forth, and use a piece of the computer that you had just connected to a big pipe on the internet. Right. And when shared hosting, when we when we think about shared hosting, so they, we have this one basic computer that's sitting in, and you know, it's installed in some kind of uh, server room somewhere, uh, and 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 we have all these pe- you know different accounts that are assigned in and to this one particular computer. On average, how many accounts or sites run off of a single shared hosting server in these in, in a typical company? It really changed. It, it, it's widely different from host to host. And if I give sort of a a standard answer, some host is going to come in and say, well, that's not me. We don't do things like that. Mm -hmm. Generally, it's a lot of people. Um, But there's something called overselling. And overselling is a big part of um, of the shared hosting market. It's similar to what you do with like cell phone plans and things like that. You, you go ahead and you offer people a certain amount of resources mm-hmm. and with the assumption that a small fraction of the people that are actually going to use those resources are actually going to consume the resources that you're giving to them. Right. It's kind of like uh, selling gift cards. You know, yeah. you, you know that you know that people are going to buy these gift cards for people at Christmas time. And let's just say you you're, you happen to be a business that honestly you run your. It, let's just say you're a one man shop. I have a friend of mine. He's a personal chef. Okay, and and so maybe he sells a ton of uh, gift cards, and he's only one person. And and all of a sudden, if if everybody that bought Christmas or gift cards uh, basically gave them out, and one hundred percent of the people actually 
uh, said, you know what, I want to redeem this gift card and I want to use it here within the first month of after Christmas, there's no way he could fulfill all of that request. Mm-hmm. So he knows that. He knows that, you know, he knows the 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 truth is, is that not everybody's going to use it. And so therefore, you know, he's going to, He's only going to have to deal with the percentage of those people actually making use of those resources that were purchased. Also, if if all of a sudden if they do, well, I'm going to just try solo solo here. I'm solely I'm going to try to manage all of those requests. I'm going to try to schedule it later. I'm going to try to put this aside. You know, I'm going to I'm going to spin some things down. You know, it's going to slow things down a bit, but I'm going to I'm going to try to meet the demand. And it's also like overbooking at the airport. You know, you you get on the plane and it's like, oh, hey, thanks for checking in. By the way, uh, we we've oversold this flight by 15 seats. Would you be interested in taking another flight? You know, I'm sorry, we may not we're not going to be able to let you board this plane. Oh, that's very true. But you want to get you want me to give you my very my my favorite analogy for shared hosting? Yes. Okay. Um, when when I was going to college, my senior year of college, I joined a group home where a whole bunch of us got a really big apartment, and we each chipped in a few hundred bucks to have a huge place, and it was great. Um, because you know, for a pretty low price, I had a lot of space, and I have my own bedroom. Uh, ultimately, I was sharing a kitchen. I was sharing appliances. I couldn't move the furniture around the way that I wanted to. Oh yeah. Generally, had way more space than I needed until my roommates threw a party or something like that. In which case, I didn't necessarily have that. But for the most time, it was in a tremendous value for me at the time. Now that I'm an adult, I don't want to live like that. But you know. <laughs> It was great for when it was. And and that leads me to the next point. That I love that analogy, by the way. I mean I can so especially when you think about the shared resources of the bathroom. It's like the, the, exactly. the, there's only one there's only one commode and 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 if it's being used, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to stand in line uh and get a you know server you know, server not available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <Exactly. laughs> and then put a little server not available sign on the on the bathroom door. Uh, or database not available. That's what it is. Um, so anyway, I, I do want to point out that there are benefits to shared hosting. Totally. I mean, there, there really are. And just like you sharing that apartment, it's like, wow, this is a great place. This is a beautiful place. I'm not looking, I'm not spending, you know, three times a month as much to live on my own in a little studio appoint, apartment. You know, I, I'm, I, I've got a fantastic place Sure, it's inconvenient some of the time, but mostly, you know, right now at this stage in my life, I, this this works for me. Yeah. So no, that's true. Okay. So the thing is, is I would also like to point out that, uh, you know, the, who is, or I'd like to ask you, who is shared hosting good for? You know, who, well, tell me, tell me who would benefit from shared hosting. Well, I mean, to to be to be frank, if you're there's stuff that you want to do on the internet that's compelling to you that you want to share with the world. And it's, it's, it's important to you and you want to express it. And, but if there's a difference between that and it's mission critical, when your podcast, when your content on the internet is starting to be your livelihood, it's starting to be something that you're, you're, you're making money on. That's it, it. You're, you're tying your, 
um, <laughs> I don't know, your, your relationships with the world, uh, your, your persona too, if it becomes something that is mission critical and you don't, you can't tolerate um, the unexpected as well anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when it affects you financially, when it affects you personally, to have things uh, that shouldn't happen, happen. When, when you don't want any more surprises in that area, it's time to look out of shared hosting, to, to move out of shared hosting. But honestly, like most of the really cool content on the internet is put up by people who have a great passion for it, but aren't going aren't gonna to not be able to make their rent next month if their site's down or really slow for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you sort of have to look to yourself and say, I know that what I'm doing is important to me because or, or else I wouldn't do it. Uh, I'm passionate about what it, what it is I'm doing, but is the reliability of moving away, uh, away from a platform which, whose, whose downfall really is its lack of uh, guaranteed reliability, is it worth the investment? Right. Right. So, and, and, and oftentimes what we're talking about, um, is, you know, especially when it considers cost, you know, is $49 a month, is that something you're, you'd be willing to pay for, for your blog or your podcast for just for the hosting end of things? Uh, and, and I, and I want to stress, especially for podcasters, just for the, uh, the web hosting of things, because I believe that media, such as your MP3 files that will be delivered out to potentially thousands uh, of people should not be hosted on your web host, uh, but on a media host instead for content delivery. But anyway, is is $49 something that you're willing to invest into this? And, and if the answer is no, then chances are shared hosting is the place for you to go because Honestly, I mean that it, you're. That's the. I think that that's about the entry point. I know it is with servant host hosting for v, VPS, but uh, you know when you compare, if if all of a sudden six dollars and ninety nine cents and seven dollars and ninety nine cents, or even four ninety nine in some places, you know, if that is if that's the price you're willing to pay, then certainly shared hosting is the place to go when it comes to your budget. But also, you know, honestly, I did have for the first several years, you know, first five years or whatever, uh, everything was running on on shared hosting. And uh, I would say all but once or twice a year uh, for about a week to three weeks at a time, I was running perfectly fine. I never had really any problems at all. But uh, it got to the place where on Thursdays when I would do live shows and I would send out a Twitter message to thousands of people that got sent it out, syndicated out to Facebook to thousands of people and got syndicated out to my network on LinkedIn. Then all of a sudden I said, hey, come join me live. And the next thing I know, my site shuts down because yeah. I just sent, you know, you know, 800 people or something you know, over to my site. And it's just like, uh, I'm sorry, we're, we're done. Closed up shop. We close at nine o'clock. You know, so we, we're not going to get in. And so that's when I realized, okay, for me, how important is it for me to do these live shows? And it was very important for me. And so that's that's kind of where you, we have to go with that. And I'll I'm po- glad that you said that because I really think people ask for technological markers and really their personal markers. The one exception to that, though, when you're in a shared hosting environment, you can affect other clients. And in a similar situation to when you are, uh, when you're in a shared house, like I was talking about in college. Yeah. You can get into the situation where you're you're the bad roommate, and they're going to tell you 
Yeah. Crone shared hosting. So there's a chance that you're not going to make the decision. Somebody's going to make the decision for you. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I, I had been told that many times by GoDaddy that was like, listen, you know, you shouldn't be on here. And I, and I, and, and I'll be honest with you, I fought with them forever. I really didn't believe that. I'm like, but you don't understand it. I, most of the time, this works perfect. And I just really feel like it's 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 hardware related. And they'd move me. Other people. What's that? <laughs> Situation. You, you were hurting other people, though. <laughs> I know. And, and that's what I realize this now. You know, it's like every Thursday I was I was throwing a party with thousands of people. And, and, and the next thing I know is, is, you know, I'm waking people up and, you know, they're not <laughs> able to study and. <laughs> you know, I, I was and, and I never really thought about the moral, the moral ramifications of my, you know, my what I'm, con- you know, you could consider my media empire, right. you know, building in this apartment is I was trying to run a business in, in your apartment in the living room. And you end up being the bedroom, mate. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so, OK, so what is VPS or virtual private server? How is this any different? Well, um. I have to I have to uh, tangent for a second by very quickly, and we can come back to a greater description later. By but very quickly talking about what a dedicated server is. Okay. Yes. Because if a if a um, shared account is a shared home, then a dedicated server is is your home. That's basically a place where uh, where you can get your own furniture, where you can do things the way you want to. We can get back back to talking about dedicated servers a little bit later, but the idea is that's a place for your stuff. You're not going to affect anybody else because it's your environment, lock, stock, and, and barrel, um, and you can do pretty much what you want with it as long as it's legal. Um, <laughs> right. It doesn't violate you know terms of service, which generally are in line with the laws anyway. Right. Um, but anyway, a VPS was something that servant was actually um, one of the one of the companies at the forefront of bringing VPS uh, into existence as a major um, enterprise product or business product and the idea is that um, there are a lot of bad dedicated servers out there um, bad houses you know something that is a dedicated server that you wouldn't put onto your desk at work an old Pentium 3 with a dying drive that people want to you know, sell you for 50 bucks a month, $100 a month, and stick on a, a bad internet connection. Um, the unfortunate thing about hosting is that because it, is, it, it can be um, sort of a low point of entry business, um, there are a lot of people who, who try to get in and... and um, I'm all for entrepreneurialism. I'm all for it. Um, believe me, but I'm, I'm not all for, um, people getting bad hardware and sticking it behind bad internet connections and trying to sell it, um, as good hosting. Right. Um, so anyway, um, we were tired of bad dedicated servers with very little, um, um, very little redundancy. Um, and so our idea was, okay, Launching back into um, in, into uh, giving you a, um, a metaphor, uh, what if instead of building bad houses, you can build really good condos? Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this will come around. I think you'll. I think you'll get this. No, this is good because I'm already starting to picture this. Okay, so we had the apartment before, and uh-huh. then and then a shared apartment, 
and now and we've talked about houses being dedicated now the condo i can get you a really good house but what i want to do is get you uh, what i want to do is make it affordable Mm -hmm. and i can't make it affordable because um if i'm gonna get you your own box you know it's going to be really expensive if it's good if it's got you know redundant drives and redundant power and if it's got if it's got the bells and whistles necessary to make it really useful it's going to be really expensive i don't want it to be really expensive so we take a look and we say how can we do this well how about if we take really really big servers huge servers and we can carve them up into pieces but not in the way that shared hosting did it but really partition things so that people have their their own walls that 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 don't affect each and, and they don't affect each other. Um, really sort of like a condo thing where um, you, if you had your own house, you couldn't afford the pool and you couldn't afford the gym. But since you're living in a condo environment, you can afford the pool and gym pool and gym in this case being, you know, redundant hard drives, right. <laughs> things that are really necessary to make sure that, you know, and, and, and offsite backups and things like that, things that are really necessary to a good, enterprise level hosting experience by coming together in a virtualized world we can basically give you the power of um of um of sort of shared infrastructure okay uh, but you know if you look back at how shared hosting worked you say well how does that work because you're going to end up being the bad neighbor again well there's some really good technology out there these days um, that carves these things up. Um, the technology that we use uh, is called Virtuoso Containers. Um, uh, Virtuoso is a, is a product um, that is made by the company Parallels, who you may know from their, um, their software that puts PCs, that, that puts Windows on Macs. Absolutely. That's yeah. what allowed me to become a Mac convert eventually because... Uh, you know they they made the they made it to where I could run Windows on a Mac, which got me over to a Mac platform. And I used to run Windows most of the time, and then eventually said, "Wait, I like the Mac so much better." And then eventually got rid of the Windows altogether. So I think I'm thankful for Parallels for introducing me to the world of Mac. I'm I you know I think those guys are wizards yes. and they're great partners of ours, and I know all those guys over there, uh, at least on the um, on the infrastructure side. Maybe not on the uh, uh, parallels for Mac side, um, but basically what they did was they made it so that um, that you could create an infrastructure that basically what it does is it basically creates um, computer images within um, within a macro computer in not too dissimilar a way than you're talking about uh, um, your, your PC running on a Mac, right? It's it's an image. Well, that's what you've sort of got in this type of environment. Your VPS is it's it's its own computer running inside a larger computer. Oh, you know what? It's the light bulb just went off for me because when I set up parallels, I was able to say, okay, I've got this. I've got I've got eight gigs of RAM here, but I only want to let Windows use one gigabyte of RAM. Exactly. So on my Mac, all of a sudden, you know, I my Mac, if if my computer's running I, and I've got uh, the the Windows opening, the the truth is is that I have eight gigs of RAM. But if if uh, Windows is using a half a gig of that RAM, 
then I only have seven and a half gigs available to my to my Mac. Mm-hmm. But it, the thing is, though, is I've guaranteed the Windows computer that I have up to one gig. I mean, it it, it can it can push out other things aside and say, you know what, up to one gigahertz of processing power is for this machine. That's it. And I and, can, and I also was able to say, you know what, I have a one terabyte drive, but I only want to give five gigabytes of that drive to Windows. And, and so Windows thinks it's a five gigabyte hard drive. You're inside the magic of what it is we do with the VPS product. Absolutely. And so, and so that's not what's happening in shared hosting. That's not what's happening in shared hosting. And shared hosting, we all have access to the amount of RAM. We can all, so I can, you know, I've got, you know, five other people on this shared hosting server you know, and we can all use the maximum amount of RAM that's available to that server. Right. You can all use pretty much everything. Um, it's it's very similar to, you know, how um, on your Mac, you can create a login for your wife and have her set up her own things and so on and so forth. And everybody can have their own little login. Yes. It's, yes. It's, and then they can use the same things. You're, um, so they, she... She could so my wife logged in as a user. She could download movies all day long and take up my entire hard drive. Exactly. But if she was inside of a parallels kind of instance, and I said, "Okay, my wife gets you know sixty gigabytes," you know, so that's all she can. And once she fills that up, she's done. She can't do anything more unless she deletes something. Right so, now, there are some ways that shared hosting um, providers can restrict you from doing certain things. Um, by sort of setting little software limits. Um, but it is more on the things like hard drive space and less on the things like taking up RAM and CPU. Okay. Um, and that's where you really don't want your you, your wife to take all of your um, resources because things get real slow real fast when when she's running big processes that take up all your RAM. Yeah. And you can't get your podcast out or, or you can't run your um, iTunes. So, so my question was, how does VPS differ from shared hosting since you're essentially still sharing one, one big box? And th- you've answered the question. It's, a, it's about p- setting limits and, and allocating a certain amount of the percentage of the CPU, CPU that you can take up. So, therefore, you can, you can, as the administrator on the account or you guys' servant, as the owners of this box, can say, you know what, this... this Thing here has eight gigs of RAM, and uh, we're going to put seven people on this box, and each one of them are paying for a guaranteed one gigabyte of RAM of CPU cycles. Or uh, yeah, so basically one gigabyte of RAM, and it leaves an extra gig available. And I and I believe you guys allow a little bursting or something like that. That's right. And uh, I was going to go ahead and, and explain that. Um, that is uh, basically bursting is very similar to, um, let's say again you're in a condo, and um, and you've got a guaranteed you've got the guaranteed ability um, to plug in, I don't know, um, fifty devices, fifty powered devices within your home. Mm-hmm. The whole building may have the ability to um, to do that for each house plus an additional 100 uh, devices. So at any given time, you could actually plug in 60 things or 70 things or heck, 150 things if nobody else is plugging in a whole bunch of stuff. But you're only guaranteed that 50. 
Right. And so basically we get into a situation where um, you can't really be affected by your neighbors unless you are on a package that guarantees 50 and you're the guy who needs 60. I can't always guarantee that the 60 is going to be available. You know, then you're like, well, wait, I'm starting to slow down. Well, that's because you're leaning on your burst resources and they're not always guaranteed and available. So there comes a point in shared hosting, I mean, in, in VPS hosting, it, it, when you notice that things are slowing down and it may be time to move to the next tier. That's why we try to make that very easy. Um, we can actually bump people from tier to tier with zero downtime, just sort of, in essence, like flipping a switch um, when they need more resources. That is, it, and it is amazing that it, it, it's that possible to do this. I'll tell you what, let's move into some of these other questions here. So um, on average, how many accounts are loaded on a single servant VPS server? I don't have a really good answer for that either because it's different. We've got a very mature platform. We've been around for about uh, uh, six years. So I've got lots of different types of um, of uh, host machines. We've also got lots of different types of packages. Um, we have a whole team dedicated to doing um, to do doing balancing on machines. You're generally on a box with um, with few people. Um, you know, you're talking you're talking you're not talking about hundreds and hundreds of people. You're talking about tens and twenties of people. Gotcha. Now, did, now let me just clarify. You said your mature platform. You said about six years, or was it sixteen years? 16 years. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. We are a 16-year-old organization um, of which the VPS is uh, is five to six years old. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, we haven't been doing VPS for, for 16 years. Um, you know, what's interesting about that, it's just an anecdote. We, um, we were offering dedicated servers before they called them dedicated servers. Um, 16 years is a long time. It's a lifetime in the hosting industry. Um, we were offering, basically, people were offering shared hosting, and we came in and we said, we're going to give you the power of the entire box and we'll manage it for you. And a few months later, a company called Virio came in and they said, yeah, um, we're selling dedicated servers. And we say, oh, dedicated servers. I guess that's what we're calling it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a long time. VPS has been, is, a, is a much newer thing. It's only been around for about six. Wow. All right. So if someone else, uh, and I, I think we already know the question answer to this one, but maybe we don't. I just want to see. So I'm on a VPS account. I'm paying $49 a month. I'm doing pretty well. I, I think I'm on the upper end of, of, of what I should be doing on the $49 account. Uh, although with some help of the folks over there, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about how they configured this thing called WP Total Cash or something like that um, for me so that, that it really helps uh, take down some of the CPU usage. But uh, let's just say I tomorrow, all of a sudden something happens and I'm on Fox News being interviewed. And after my, you know, either during or after my interview, 250,000 people all decide to load up podcastanswerman.com at the same time and watch a video that I talked about. It, obviously, chances are my site's going to go down. Uh, I, I, w I would suspect that my site will go down. Maybe. Maybe. I'll... Okay. Yeah, I, I can talk about the the. I can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'll hear, hear the rest of your question. Sure. And yeah, because I'd love. So, number one, will my site go down if that happens? And number two, if 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 it ever does get to the point where my site does go down, does everybody else on the server go down as well? Okay. The answer to the second part of the question, um, 
does everybody else go down? No. Um, everybody else does not go down. Um, I will probably get, or my team will probably get, a call from one guy saying, hey, things got really slow. And that's because the guy was leaning on his burst resources and he really needs it and he ought to consider a package upgrade. Hmm. Um, but because he will be affected by not having access to the burst resources that he's used to, the people that are basically still just working within their guarantees, they won't really notice a thing. That makes perfect sense. Now, then, um, what you've got is you. Um, are you going to go down? And the answer is, yeah, you know what? Probably in most cases, uh, you will at least first, but you can always call us up and we've got some rabbits we can pull out of our hat as to what to do next. Um, you <laughs> you remember a uh, couple uh, Thanksgivings ago, uh, what happened to Tiger Woods? You remember a little story that broke? Yes. Uh, the guy that broke that story uh, was a servant customer. Okay. Um guy named Brooks Malkior on, uh, uh, on a website called Sports by Brooks. And all of a sudden, his site became the most popular site on the face of the planet. <laughs> nice. Um, because, yeah, he had the biggest story of the year um, as an exclusive, and he had the pictures. We, uh, we managed to basically take him from, um, from his little account to a series of of servers that we sort of, I can't even get into the details of exactly what we were able to pull off in relatively short order on Thanksgiving in order to make sure that he was up and functioning. Um, but yes, there was a little bit of downtime before we were able to pull something off. Um, if you've got a lot of data, it's a lot easier to move that data to a bigger resource um, when you're not under duress than when you are. That's my caveat. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a guy who hosts tons and tons of video files and you're like, now I'm the most popular site in the world, move me to a huge machine, it's going to take a little bit of time to get you to that machine. And that's going to be some downtime while things copy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for the most part, we make sure that there is plentiful resources and inventory so that we can help quickly migrate you. To something that's going to allow that, that's going to generally allow you to handle loads. We get people who um, do stuff on, who show up on Doctor Phil uh, all the time. Um, I I can I can tell you stories of many many surprise announcements that we were able to help companies weather. Um, the the ones that they know ahead of time are a lot easier. But uh, yeah, you know what? You'd probably be down, but you call us and we would have a good path for you to get back up real quick. Yeah. Very cool. I, well, I, I, I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. It, what, the one thing that means the most to me to know that if somebody else is on my $49 account plan sharing that same server with me and those people who are always living inside of their burst space and then all of a sudden they get the big jump. And as long as I've still stayed within what is relatively guaranteed to me as far as resources, it means a lot to me to know that my site will not go down if yep. he if he overextends himself. Mm-hmm. That that means the world to me. Now, the thing is, I, I, I want to point out that uh, we're still talking about a computer and a computer can still fail. A computer can still have hardware that fails, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so uh, what kind of backups are you guys performing on my data sold on uh, sto- that's stored on Servant VPS? And before you answer that question, I want to let you know 
every Monday, it is a to-do item on my to-do list to sign in via FTP and download an entire backup of my FTP account. So all my data stored on you, on your servers. That's fantastic. <laughs> because, I, I don't know, I, and I say that because I'm going to tell you how cool our backup system is. And then I'm going to immediately say, but no matter how cool anybody says their backup system is, back up your own stuff. Well, and, and I, the other part of that is I want to tell you that uh, it's probably been about seven and a half months since I've backed up my data off of my FTP. <laughs> so it, it, every week it's on my to-do list. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll do it next week. And then, and I should just take it off my list. because, But I, <laughs> but I know that one day, one day I'm actually going to do it. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm tell you that, that um, Servant has an awesome backup system. Uh, we take backups of your VPS every day. And uh, basically what, what happens is we've got, a, we've got a monthly full backup that we do, and then we do daily differential backups. And what that does is it gives you um, disaster recovery backups from multiple points throughout the month. So you could say, oh, wow, I didn't realize, but it was actually last week that, uh, um, that my stuff uh, failed. I need to go back two weeks. And you can do that for the most part unless your full backup ran the night before. Um, but there's always backups, and there's usually multiple points of backup, um, uh, so that you can you can span a certain amount of time, and you can do that at the file level. So you say, "Oh, I just accidentally deleted a file." You can get that back. Um, we think our backup system is 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 fantastic. It's um, it's awesome, and yet um, it's designed to give people peace of mind, and it's designed for disaster recovery. Right. Okay. Well, I, and I'm and I've, I'm relying on you guys for a lot of that stuff, and and I do have like the original files, I and and stuff like that, and, and I am backing up my database, which my WordPress database, which has the majority of my content. It's just I, I can't really stress enough, though, that like we have great faith in our backup system. It's fantastic, you know. And I'm going to come out here and I'm going to say, you know, trust your hosting to servant. Trust. You know, trust what we do. Trust our support team. We're fantastic. When it comes to backups, don't trust anybody. Right. <laughs> when it comes to backups, it's too important. You know, we're, we're trying to give you some peace of mind, but I don't want to give you so much peace of mind that you're not going to do it yourself. Okay. So I really encourage you to do that on your to-do list. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to probably tell me a super easy way to make this easy for me to fulfill my request or my own desire to back up at least once a month, if not once a week. All right. So let me tell you what I'm currently doing to back up. And, and I'm hoping you can tell me there's an easier way. Uh-huh. All right. So what I do is I sign in via FTP. I go to, and, and I open that up and I, and I go to my public HTML folder, you know, my, just my root HTML, public HTML folder. And then what I'm doing is I create a, fo- a new folder on my desk called backup, uh, seven And then what I do is I highlight everything in that p- public HTML and then I just drag and drop it over and and it slowly copies every single file and su- folder file folder and subfolder and all that stuff all the way down that's what i'm currently doing is is, the, is the, tell me the easier way you you have cpanel um and cpanel has a uh, a button <laughs> um wherein you can go ahead and and you can set up your own backup uh, we've got a flash tutorial about it in the portal of our website, but you could open a support ticket and say, show me how to set up my own backups using cPanel. And it, they make it really easy. 
um, they'll basically create a file and um, and make it so that you can just grab that. And, and so basically, it'll be that it'll be one file, and it has all of. Will it have my database databases in it? It'll have your databases in it. Uh, the thing about copying databases is that they're best copied. They're best stopped and then copied. If you don't stop and then copy them, um, then it, there's a possibility that there's going to be some corruption, um, which is scary. So that's something that you can ask our support team about as well. What's the best way to make sure that, that, my, um, that my backup data is preserved um, in the safest way possible? Okay. Uh, my backups, and they'll be able to help you through that. Well, and, and the good news is, I do have some some great plugins. These, you know, these even even WordPress has WP backup, you know, and all this other stuff. And and I'm also using uh, on Podcast Answer Man, which is my, you know, that's the thing that if it goes down, I'm I'm in big trouble. I also have that thing called File Vault with uh, WordPress or whatever it's called. Oh, is it Vault Press? Vault Press, yes. Well, Vault Press is fantastic. I mean, if you if you have the servant, I'm not. I, I will never advocate for anybody having enough backups. Right. But if you've got Vault Press and Servant's backup system, you're in better shape than most. See, I have no idea how Vault Press work or yeah, Vault Press works. I have no clue what it's doing. All I know is I pay them fifteen dollars a month, and I figure that PodcastAnswerMan.com is way more valuable than fifteen dollars a month. And so, <laughs> yeah. by golly, I'll pay it. You know, and and I'm just trusting that it's doing something awesome for me. And so, yeah. so you're saying it's doing something awesome for me. It's doing something awesome for you. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so properly, yeah. I would hate to say that and 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 hear later on that oh you know whatever. No, uh, no and, and and I will. So I'm going. I'm going to. I will submit a support support ticket and see if somebody can help me um, uh, set up and configure that backup button in cPanel. And and that's something I will definitely be doing. Uh, and because I would love it to just be one file and I can just download that one file and just let it happen in the background rather than keeping an FTP client open and, and used up all day long. Yeah, uh, you, you can never have enough backups. And if any host ever tells you that they've got you covered, uh, don't believe them. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 never enough. Your data is too valuable to ever rely on any one source. Do you guys do the same kind of backup on your dedicated servers as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. All right. Um, the, the next thing I'm looking at my notes here, I recommend, I, well, we already talked about the fact that I recommend Fantastico, that it's uh, $12 a year. Um, one, and then I said, I, I put a note here, when I moved from Bluehost to Servant, all I did was give them my login credentials to Bluehost account and the service department went in, did all the uh, migration for me. Uh, I basically, I, I would assume from just a little bit of understanding the conversation that I had with them during this process, which by the way, it did not require very much at all on my part, uh, was that they were just going to go into my, th- into my Bluehost, do a backup of my cPanel and then restore it to you guys. Is yes. what, so that's what they were doing. So it was very simple in my process because I was already on cPanel. Um, so my question is, is it, is, it a pos- is it possible for somebody who does not have cPanel to have uh, you guys manage their migration from one account over to, a, to you guys? Well, to some extent that, yes, the answer is yes. Here's why it gets a little bit complicated. Uh, the reason why the things work relatively well with, with um, cPanel is that um, they've got a software that's pretty fantastic um, that makes it pretty simple um, when and it also shows us 
to some extent what goes wrong when things go wrong. And that's really the tough part about migrations. Um, when you migrate stuff, it, um, it generally, it comes back on the other end and it seems to work as far as you can tell. Um, the cPanel migration, we, we know how to fix things when we can identify that they're broken. Right. And with the cPanel migration tools, basically between their excellent software and our excellent staff, we can take a site and we can move it from point A to point B. And if there are problems, we can identify and fix them. Um, the issue with other environments is basically we're going to take the files and we're going to move them over. And if everything works great, that's fantastic. But we don't necessarily know how your site's supposed to work. And if we don't have the tools to show us what isn't theoretically working, we're going to hand you something and say, everything's moved. And you'll say, but my X, Y, or Z isn't functioning. Now we can go ahead and investigate those things and fix them. We're really good at, at that type of thing. Yeah. So, um, so, but not being able to identify them before is, is bad because then you get into a situation where at the very beginning of a relationship, you say, um, oh, you, they, they migrated me, but these things didn't work. Um, so what we tend to do in situations that aren't CPAL, that don't have the tools to show us um, basically when things aren't working the way that they're supposed to, um, because we don't have the granularity of knowledge that you do as a webmaster who runs your own site about your site, um, is we work collaboratively with you. We make it really easy, but we say, okay, um, let's talk about this and let's help you get moved over. Um, we're going to do this. Hey, did that work? We're going to do that. Hey, did that work? And it's a bit more labor intensive than doing it cPanel to cPanel, but you really want, but, but you have somebody holding your hand the whole way. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to say for anybody who's considering the move to servant, um, I it, it just maybe your experience with web hosting companies is that you have to get really mad and angry before and and really stomp your feet and 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 you know maybe you even bring up a swear word if <laughs> if things get really bad or something like that, uh, and and that's and you find that that's the only way to deal with the support to get anything even considered on your behalf. I just want to I, I want to encourage you that if you do switch over to Servant, if you were to consider them, um, I want to let you know you don't need to start there. You don't need to be frustrated and, and all of that stuff. And you don't need to lose sleep over things. Uh, just, you know, and, and my recommendation is literally get to know their portal, you know, the portal where you can submit a support ticket. And you guys have phone support. And I want to tell you, I prefer working through your your ticket system now. And I and I cannot say that for very many companies that I work with because the communication that I have with your support department via uh, the ticket system is amazing. And oftentimes, some of the things that I want to have done require multiple shifts. And then I don't have to go and pick up the phone and explain to somebody who's working the night shift yeah. Uh, what the person that worked the day shift did for me all day long. That that's um, that's great. Though we do try to be um, be really responsive on both. The way I see it, you know, we're we're a support company first and a tech company second. Yeah, and and your and your phone support is second to none. And and I'm not just saying that. I mean, 
Uh, I really do believe your 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 phone support is just out of this world, and I've it's I I, I can't even go on enough about how much of of a great experience I've had oh, in both. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I so basically everything got moved over for uh-huh. for me. Uh, I, I told you that after I did this, I went to go hit upgrade uh, my WordPress to the latest version, and it says, "Ah, oh, enter your FTP information," and it kind of gets stuck in the middle and stuff like this. And I didn't know where my, you know, where it got stuck. Did this, did this mess up my WordPress installation? So I pick up the phone and I call Servant, and they said, "Oh, well, you should do this, this, or this." And you, you know, you're uh, if you want that, we need to we need to run your PHP as SUPHP. I have no idea what this is. And I, and he says, well, here's the benefits of doing that. Here's, you know, the drawbacks. Here are some other options. And it was it was all pretty much over my head. But when it came down to it, I, I read I was able to understand what was being said enough to know that if I went to SUPHP, that I could just simply click those click here to automatically update. And that's what I wanted. And yep. so he says, well, if you do this. I recommend it's going to use up more CPA, CPU usage is what he said. Uh, so every time somebody hits your site, it's going to hit more CPU. It's going to run your PHP through this thing and it's going to use up more CPU cycles. So my recommendation is that what we do is install at the same time a cache plugin, a WP-Super-Cache or something like that. And he said, and of course, like, well, I know how to use, you know, total i one of the no i, I think it is total cash wp total cash mm-hmm. anyway i said i i've seen some of these but some of these look pretty complicated to configure he says well i'll tell you what i'll i'll, I'll configure it for you well before we do that tell me what is suphp well uh the su designation at the beginning uh it stands for super user okay um, the super user on a linux based operating system is the root user the guy who can um, the guy who can do anything, the, ma- the master controller. Okay. Um, uh, if you're if you're logged in at root on root as root on a machine, you can pretty much do anything. Um, the SU designation basically says, um, "Do this as if I am root." They're not actually logging in as root. They're sort of like SU gives you root authority for the time that you're using that particular thing. Okay. So PHP is simply a PHP run as a super user. What they did for me is they allowed me to set it up as to run the PHP as SUPHP. And is that something that that you think is okay? Is that I mean, is, am I am I running this right? It, you're running it just fine, just fine. Um, it is it is one of many different options. Um, if you decide you want to become a WordPress tinkerer, um, there's no end to what you can do. Okay. And, there's lots of expand, you know, the ways to expand and grow and play with the, it, it's a pretty cool tool. All right. And so, and, and those who are coming from a, a shared hosting environment where they're used to being, used to be able to uh, just click, click here to automatically update, uh, they can call and just have thing that just say, Hey, I would like to have you switch my PHP to SUPHP. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a simple, it's a simple change. It's one that keeps things simple. And I, I recommend it. Okay, good. All right. And then, of course, um, the... Okay, I've got it right here. Um, I'd like to mention that your support... I'm just reading this. Uh, I'd like to mention that your support department actually offered to set up and configure WP-SuperCache plugin 
on all my WordPress installations. And I have, you know, I have a bunch of them. Uh, I asked if it was okay for me to share this. And uh, I know this is not necessarily in the terms of service that and support that, that you guys typically offer. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, because that's what I find about your service department. They, they go the extra mile. Try to go above and beyond. Yeah. And if that's something that you need, if that's something that one of um, one of your listeners need, it's something that we'll absolutely take care of. I mean, I, I, you you guys set this. Is it, it is? Am I correct that it's WP Super Cash and not Total Cash, right? Uh, yes, I believe there may be a Total Cash too. There's so many things out there. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, I wish. I, you, you know what? I, I believe the WP Super Cash is is the right is the right thing that we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Well, anyway, I absolutely love the, the the everything that's going over there. The other the next thing here is a dedicated server. We talked a little bit about it before. I had investigated dedicated dedicated servers back when I you know before I even moved to Bluehost and and even before I left GoDaddy. There's you know it was I was having a, an issue for a couple weeks uh, about once a year with Bluehost or with GoDaddy. And it was probably about three year, two or three years ago, I was investigating dedicated servers. And we're talking, you know, at the time, a minimum of $200 a month for this thing. And I'm like, you know what? It could be worth it for me to go ahead and do that if I don't have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I started to investigate and they said, now here's the situation. You're going to have to go in and install your own software. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you're going to need to, you know, that cPanel that you're used to using, you're going to have to install cPanel. And every time there's an update to cPanel, you're going to need to upgrade. You're going to need to patch it. And, uh, you know, that Fantastico software, you're going to need to install that yourself. And by the way, backups, you're going to need to perform your own backup and have your own backup system and the software to backup. And you're going to need to patch that program. And you're going to need to. And, and so all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And so in my mind, I equated dedicated hosting to owning your own home. It's like kind of like if I if I rent and the you know the heat goes out, I you know it's like I call the maintenance department and I say, hey guys, um, you know I, my heat's not working, and they come and they send a service guy out and it's fixed and I don't have to worry about anything. But by golly, if my heat goes out here in the house, I don't know how to fix it. So right. I, I personally have to go out and hire somebody to fix my heating for me. And I can, I can wrap my mind around that, but I couldn't wrap my mind. It's like, who do, how do I know who to trust? I don't even know where my heater is in my, ser- my dedicated server, let alone, I didn't even know I had a heater. <laughs> you know, I didn't know, I didn't know what all I have. How do I manage something? How do I hire people to do something when I don't even know what to hire them to do? And if I'm hiring somebody, now when the guy comes and he fixes the heater and I turn it on and make sure that it's working, then I know it's working. But how do I know if somebody's actually that I hired to manage my dedicated server? How do I know they're really patching things when I don't even know what needed to be patched in the first place? That's a very good question. And so my question for you guys is: is on a VPS, not only you guys are you guys are patching everything. You guys are you guys even when if I ask you to, I say WP Supercache. I'd love to have that on my thing. Oh well, let me install that for you, Cliff. I'll take care of that. But you don't understand. I don't want to put you through that because I have like 13 installs of WordPress. Well, give me the domains of each of those and uh, I'll install it on all 13. It might not, might not be done until the morning, but, uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll have it done for you. And I'm like, seriously? So so do you guys, is, is, is this called um, managed hosting? Is that what they call this? 
Yes, managed hosting. And, and managed hosting extends to our entire dedicated line as well, at least to the extent that people want it to. I want to be clear that we will be as hands-on or as hands-off as people want. Some people really want to dive into the nuts and bolts of this themselves and do it themselves. And, you know, who are we to stop them other than to be there when, when they want us to be there? But um, we, we manage people's – the, the beginning of managed hosting, the, the bare bones of managed hosting is managing a, um, a server's LAMP stack. You know what the LAMP stack is? I don't. LAMP stack is Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP, which really sits as sort of the core functionality pieces of, um, of a modern Linux-based hosting environment. Um, so we make sure that those things are, are patched and healthy and running strong. Um, that's sort of the, the first step in management. And we do install those things and make sure that they're there. On top of that, we try to go above and beyond and make sure that we're there to answer questions and teach you how to do things. Uh, install things for you if you need help. Communication is really the key there because we can do a lot for you if you, if you can communicate needs to, to us. Um, management, some people are confused about it because managed hosting isn't the same as, for instance, being your webmaster. Yeah. You know, yeah. We can't design your site or write your code for you for your custom scripts may not even be able to cut, troubleshoot your tr custom scripts, <laughs> um, you know, but when it comes to the, um, the, the, the pieces of, of um, the core pieces of software and to some extent the common uh, sort of peripheral pieces of software, be they things like WP, um, Supercache, things like that, we've got your back, we're there for you. And even when we can't be there for you, stuff like custom scripts and things like that, we try to point you in the right direction. I want to read a support ticket thread here, if you don't mind. Uh, Thursday, July 14th, 2011 at 8.20 a.m. I submitted a support ticket with the subject line, longer, longer load time that, times than normal. And I, I, I suspected that, you know, it, it could be potential that I'm, I'm, I'm slowly you know, busting out of the seams of a, of my $49 account. So this is what I write. I say, I open the ticket with, I'm noticing a longer, uh, longer than normal load time on both podcast answer man and gspn.tv. Are there any issues that you can see on your end? A few minutes ago, it took about 90 seconds to load both pages right now. It seems to be loading lightning fast. However, if I go browsing around a bit, some pages take about 10 seconds to load. I've never had an issue like this for as long as I've been with Servant. Any thoughts? Sean R. responded uh, in nine minutes, within nine minutes. He says, I don't see any obvious issues. Uh, if you'd like, I, we can relocate your server to a different, uh, different physical host machine. The entire process would take, about, uh, take at least a few hours. You're currently using 33 gigabytes of disk. Uh, you have a low number of inodes, so it's unlikely that you'll see any downtime. But if you do, it shouldn't be it shouldn't last more than 30 minutes. Nothing will change IPs and or settings aside from your virtual containers physical location in our network. Um, let's see here. Let me know if you'd like to proceed or schedule migration for a later date, such, later time, such as overnight, etc. Thanks, Sean R. All right. 
831. So he did that at 829. 831. If you could schedule for overnight, that would be great. I have plans to do live shows on my uh, gspn.tv slash live page all day today. And I have an assistant who will be posting shows online to WordPress throughout the early evening. Uh, 858. Would starting around 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time GMT minus 4 be okay? If there is any downtime, I doubt it will occur sooner than one <clears throat> sooner than one hour after we start the migration. So 11 p.m. if we started at 10. I said at 9.17. 10 p.m. Eastern Time is perfectly fine with me. Thank you so much. Site seems to be running fine now, but I know that these sporadic issues happen. 9.21. I've scheduled the migration to commence at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll keep you posted. Don't hesitate to get back in touch if you have any performance issues in the meantime. 10.14 p.m. Hello, Cliff. I've, uh, let's see here. I've be, let's see here. The migration is currently running. I'll update you once it's complete. Uh, this was from Colin R. 10.40 p.m. The migra- Cliff, the migration to the new host machine is complete. So it went from 10.14 to 10.40. So the migration to the new machine is complete. Let me know if you see the large loads again. Best, Colin. And then uh, 9.18 a.m. the next morning. Loading is lightning fast today. Thank you. And then at 9.20, by the way, uh, 26 hours afterwards, I get a message back. On our behalf of on behalf of Colin, you're very welcome. Please let us know if you need anything first, further. Um, and this this is the support that I get from Servant. That's great. I, I I was not really having issue. I mean, 90 second load time, you know, it, it could have just been a spike in traffic, could have been anything. And normally, in my experience with my sh- previous hosts, uh, you know, it, it it's just like, oh, well, don't worry about it. You know, I, I don't see anything wrong. The page is loading fine for me, you know. Or- Upsell opportunity. Exactly. Or it's an upsell opportunity. I didn't get any of that. It's like, oh, well, Cliff, you know, we're looking here and it looks like you're pushing right at the edges of this. We want you to move up. I mean, and I'm I'm ready for that whenever that time comes. But this was like, oh, no, you know what? Let me just move you over to another server and we'll take care of that for you. And and it, the process took 40 minutes after you guys actually started it. And you started it when I asked. And it, you guys are awesome. I just want to say that. Uh, on behalf of uh, of uh, the the tech guys who you just uh, quoted and uh, the rest of the team, I thank you very much. Well, Colin, or, uh, Colin, I, I'm saying Colin's name because he was in here. Uh, but anyway, um, Christian, I want to say thank you so much for coming on Podcast Answer Man. Um, it, it has been a blessing to work with your company uh, to provide my hosting needs. I'm very, I I feel like I really understand the difference between shared hosting, virtual private server, and when the day comes, and I'm sure that day will eventually happen where I need a dedicated server, I'm so happy to know that I can have you guys be as hands-on with my dedicated server as you have been with my uh, existing account, and I look forward to a long-term relationship with you guys. Wonderful. And if you ever break the next uh, Tiger Woods story, we'll be ready. Well, there you go, my friends. That's my interview with Christian Dawson of Servant Hosting. Once again, I want to let you know I do have an affiliate relationship with them. Just want to be upfront and honest with you guys. This was not meant to be a commercial. But if you do uh, want to consider moving over to a VPS uh, hosted environment and, and, and you've outgrown shared hosting, which, by the way, I don't think that everybody has to move over to VPS or dedicated servers. But if you are in the market for a VPS, I, 
I just want to say I've had some great experience with them, as as noted in this conversation. Uh, also, want to let you know in October, Pat Flynn and I are going to be speaking at the Financial Blogger Conference, and I think that's at. Uh, let me just pull it up here on the website so I can make sure I get this URL: financialbloggerconference.com. And uh, we're going to be there. It's uh, October 1st and 2nd. However, Pat Flynn and I are going to be doing a meetup in Chicago on September 30th. And I'm going to have details about that. I'm going to send it out to the folks on the mailing list. Um, if you're not on the mailing list, head over to podcastanswermind.com. Get on the mailing list. But I'll be handling, handing out uh, details where you can register for that if you're in the area, in the, in the Chicago area. And uh, looking forward to meeting up with many of you and hanging out with Pat Flynn. I'll be the first time I get to meet Pat Flynn face to face. Which, by the way, I, I don't know if you know this, Pat Flynn's also a customer of Servant Hosting. I found out about Servant Hosting from Pat. He started out on a VPS server and had to move up to a dedicated because of the traffic that he's got, which is a great problem to have. <laughs> I look forward to the day that I actually have to move up because I'm serving out so much content and so many people are coming to my site that uh, even my VPS is not enough to handle it all. Uh, so anyway, fun stuff. I'll be back again next week to answer questions. If you want to call in your questions for Podcast Answer Man, our normal format is to answer those questions and the phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Six seven, and of course, uh, I guess I can go ahead and tell you now that I officially am going to be doing another podcasting A to Z class, and uh, that's going to be in September. And if I look right here, it looks like this—it's not it's set in stone right now, but I believe it's going to start September fifth. So if you want uh, the podcasting A or go, if you go to podcastanswermountain.com slash A to Z. Right now, it doesn't have it updated yet. I haven't updated just yet, but I will tell you, uh, September 5th is probably when that next class is going to start. And if you have interest in it, I've already got one person signed up already, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Cliff at podcastanswerman.com. Just email me. Folks, I will be back to the normal routine of answering your questions, so I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, I encourage you to take your show to the next level.